Bonjour, bonsoir et bienvenue dans le rendez-vous Simon Marcel, you humble servant and host for the night. 855-905-8255 is my number. It's a call-in show, you know it. So you call me and we talk about your relationships, we talk about love, we talk about lovemaking, we talk about romance, of lack of romance. And and I'll start with this little story. I live in a in a in a building there's you know like a lot of condos and yesterday you know I was picking up my mail and I hear this argument. The wife was making the argument that her husband never want to do anything fun. So I'm picking up my mail and she said, "Oh, you're so boring. You never want to do anything fun. You don't want to go to a play. You don't want to go to to a concert. All you want to do is watch football, this that." And the guy, you know, I can see he's not really answering. Like almost he's not listening. And at the end, he looked at her and said, said, honey, I just, just, you know, I'm tired. I have to work and all this. And she said, I work too. Anyway, we all take the elevator and, and, and they go out. And when, when that happened, I thought to myself, what would you do, Simon, if uh, you were dating somebody and your girlfriend was saying, you don't, want, you, you don't do anything fun, you're not fun and all this. I would, I think now, maybe because, you know, I've been listening a lot to you and different stories. I think once a woman tells you, Like, you're not fun. We don't do anything fun. You have to think it's a red flag. We guys, us guys, don't really take it for serious. But I, unless I'm wrong, you can call me and, and comment on this or go to our webpage, therendezvousshow.com. But when one of the two partners said, you're not fun, we don't, we don't ever do anything fun, and you don't want to get out of your way to do anything that I like to do, I think it's a big red flag. Anyway, you have to pay attention to each other. You're listening to The Rendezvous. We'll be right back with way more about love, relationships, and lovemaking. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. You're listening to Simon Marcel. It's a call-in show, 855-905-8255. Talking about love, talking about your relationships, talking about sex, and I take you call. Melanie's on the line. Melanie, bonjour, bonsoir. Simon, bonsoir. bonsoir. I, um, I wanted to let you know I've been watching In Bed with Simon. It's amazing. <laughs> oh, thank you very much. A lot, it's a lot of fun. It's a, just be, be, before, when you watch this, do you think personally to have a conversation, the bed, the piece of furniture itself is a good place for you to have a conversation with, with a boyfriend, for instance? Sure. Sure, yeah. Just checking. Yeah, it's just checking. So what, yeah. <laughs> what can I do for you tonight? Ugh, well, um, I am newly single. I was in a relationship for like three years. So I'm, you know, I have not been in the dating scene for a while. Most of my friends are, you know, in relationships. So I don't have like a lot of single friends to go out with. And yeah, I'm just really, I don't know where, how, how people do it anymore. Dating sites, I just, I don't even know of a good way to meet a nice guy. So I just was looking for some advice. Right. So, um, And, 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 and I'm glad you called. We also, I'm, I'm single too. Here's how it goes. There is no guarantee for nice guy, but there's a lot of websites for guys. Uh, I would mm -hmm. say stay away from all the, if you want a relationship, the, I would say the hookup culture, and I won't name those websites, but you know which one they are. And there is websites when you have to pay for them, usually they're more relationshipy orientated. So right. uh, match and others. The one you have to pay for, are usually you know people that are looking for long-term relationship. Is that what you're looking for? I can't right, guarantee the sense. nice guy because that doesn't come with the app, <laughs> niceguy.com. Uh -huh. uh, but, I, but I can tell you, first of all, to keep on looking because, you know, it's by, by looking you find. And two, to take your time. You know, the nice guy thing, it's what you attract. 
Some of us attract nice people. Some of us attract uh, mean people. Have you attracted bad people in the past or mostly good guys? I mean, I just sometimes I attract people I'm not interested in. You know, I get approached a lot by people I'm just not, you know, attracted to or, you know, so I don't know. Maybe I got to give them a, a chance. <laughs> I mean, listen, whether it's an application online, whether it's it's a wedding, a dating website, all it matters is that it all comes down at the end to the first coffee or drink you have together. So if you feel comfortable, meet not close to your house, in a, ca- in a cafe or in a bar, wherever you feel it's comfortable, better during the daytime. And in the first, as you know, first 15 minutes, you get a feel. Nice guy, bad guy, like him, don't like him. Follow your intuition. Okay. Okay? All right. <laughs> Keep it up. Keep it up. I know it's hard sometimes, but at this yeah. season, but it's good to have. Melanie, thank you so much for calling the show. Bonne chance and uh, and have a good night. Thank you. Thank you. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. Simon here, 855-905-8255. On The Rendezvous, we talk about love. We talk about relationships. We talk about lovemaking. We talk about romance, the lack of romance. And uh, I was just on the phone with Melanie who needed uh, some advice on a relationship. And it made me think about first impression. I just had a thought, a story. You're going to laugh. When I was younger, so not just when I was younger, when I was younger, but still to this day, I dance very poorly. I dance like an elephant. No sense of rhythm whatsoever. Stiff on the dance floor. It's tragic, you know. I knew that from from the get-go. I have no rhythm. So... Back in France, when I used to go out, and I don't drink much either, so always my strategy in the first impression, I said to myself, well, you know, we'll go out to, to a restaurant, and then we'll try to go maybe hang out in Paris and, you know, um, go to places that are romantic and talk and hold hands and maybe first kiss and all that. But I knew I had to avoid the clubs. The thing is, when I was 21, 22, 23, 24, there was two clubs in Paris. There was the Palace. And the other one, the Bain Douche, which means like a bath shower club, but it was not a bath shower, just a place. And everybody wanted to go to those clubs. And there was, it was almost impossible at that time for me to go on a first date without, you know, the girl you were with to say, oh, are we going out after that? So my whole strategy was to find any good reason to go hang out by, to see the Eiffel Tower, to go by the Champs-Élysées, to go by... Uh, the cathedral Notre Dame and hold. The thing is, talk about first impression. I gave the wrong impression that was very boring, uncool, and stiff. Instead of now looking back, that's why it didn't work out for me. I just should have said, "Let's go to the club," and and everybody would have a better time. So when it comes to first impression, just just be yourself. That's what I do now. You know. The good thing is that at my age, nobody asks me to go to a club anymore because I'm in my mid-40s and I don't have to be in that situation. But just just be yourself. It helps a lot. You're listening to The Rendezvous. I'll take more of your calls or uh, email at therendezvousshow.com. I'll be right back. It's Simon Marcel. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Website for all your emails, therendezvousshow.com, and you can call us at 855 855- 905-8255. I see Jill here, our producer. There's an email for me. What is going on, Jill? We did get one from Maria, who mm-hmm. lives in Philly. She says, Bonsoir, Simon. I mm-hmm. went on a date with a guy last night, and we had a great time, but after the date, he sent me a text that said he doesn't know if he can go out with me again because I look too much like his ex. Is that a real mm-hmm. reason that a guy wouldn't date a girl, or was he just trying to spare my feelings? And how should I respond, if at all? 
Maria, bonsoir, and thanks for your email. Um, basically, when a man tells you you look too much like his ex, it means he doesn't want really or for some doesn't want to be with you right now. So you got to be actually it's respectable because he could try to not say that, maybe try to make love to you and then tell you that afterwards. That would be a shame. The fact, Maria, that, you know, he reached out to you by text and telling you, you know, he can't really, you know, go out with you again because you look too much like his ex is, I found, a great sign of respect, right? Because how many guys will do that? Let's be honest. Many men will just first make love to you and then text you that. Can't go on like this because you remind me of my ex. I'm sorry. After they had, you know, this intimacy with you. So, um, I, I think you should respond like exactly like that. Say, listen, I really appreciate your honesty. I appreciate you giving me a chance not to move forward and have regrets. And I think, you know, I want to wish you good luck. And, uh, and I take it as a compliment. And I hope we can be friends. The truth is always good. Saying it like it is, is okay. For us guys, for ladies, for everybody. Because c'est la vie. It's life, and nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong is being honest. So it's not against you. It's just a sign of respect. You're listening to The Rendezvous? Call me, 855-905-8255. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel, 855-905-8255. I was just talking about the importance of, of, of the first impression, and uh, Erin just called us and, and, and wanted to chime in on this. Erin, bonjour. Welcome to The Rendezvous. Uh, hi, Simon. Um, hi. I'm, this, <laughs> this is so exciting. Um, I, ju- I just saw your show on FYI, the In Bed with Simon. And yes. I, I love you. You're awesome. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> thank, thank you for watching and, and thank you for calling. Uh, Let's just what's say up? You, make a really good, you make a really good first impression. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do what I can. Thank you very much. <laughs> making me blush. Erin, uh, uh, so tell us about your husband. What what he made a, a bad imp- a, a bad impression at first or what happened? Yeah, um, uh, the first time we ever went on a date, uh, we met uh-huh. at a restaurant and um, we were supposed to have like a couple drinks at the like the restaurant bar and then like have dinner and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And when I got there to meet him, he was hammered. He was like already completely drunk. Oh, and no. like his, he was slurring his words. He fell off the he fell off the bar stool at one point. Oh, no, and no, no. yeah, he was falling all over the place. So we didn't even get to stay for dinner because he was so drunk. I had to drive him home, and like he had to like <laughs> Uber to get his car the next day. And um, but then the next day he had sent me a really like long apology. He left this like really like long uh, message on my voicemail. Yeah. And saying that he got, accidentally got too drunk because he was so so nervous because he hadn't been on a date in a really long time. Oh, and, I see. Okay. Um, and he also like you know he also said it was because he thought I was beautiful and uh, of course and he was so was like a little intimidated and stuff. So um, he begged me for a second chance, and so you I know remember. after I had gotten over how aggravating the whole situation was, um, mm-hmm. I gave him another shot, and you know. Uh, we're we're married now. So, <laughs> now, Aaron, just uh, and, and I'm all about second chance. So I'm so happy you did. And then on the second date, he was he was completely this time sober and he, he behaved well. Yeah, I think I think he maybe he had just gotten to that bar like early and started drinking like way before I got there. You know, because um, the next time we went out, like we had like a couple drinks and it was fine. And he was 
you know, he wasn't the same in the same state by any means. And he doesn't like normally drink like that. I mean, I know him and now I know him really well. So it's like, obviously, it's, it's um, a good, it's yeah. a good, it's a good story. And because you gave him a second chance where most would have not given a second chance, you know, that, so that sometimes it shows, sometimes, you, you know, you can pass the first impression. Uh, if your intuition tells you that it's okay, then I guess it's okay. because I believe women intuition is a magic tool to know right from wrong. Right. Right. And how how long have you been married? Uh, three years now. Wonderful. Well, Erin, th thank you for sharing that story with us. Thank you for calling me. It's this that shows that sometimes you can pass the first impression. I always said, you know, the first impression is not the most important. It's what you feel because there's people who are players who might give you a great first impression and not a second good impression. In the case of Erin, it was the country was a bad impression on the first day because he got drunk and then and then everything went fine. So thank you for sharing that story, Erin. Thank you. Thank you, Eric. Thank you so much, Simon. You're welcome. Well, uh, I'll be right back. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Bonjour. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. Simon here, 855-905-8255. You can also reach out to me through the website and send me an email at therendezvousshow.com. We got Jill, a producer here. Jill, there is an email for me? There is. One came in from Nikki. Okay. She says, this guy I went out with last night asked me at the end of our date if I was going to sleep with him. I was appalled, but he said he just doesn't like to play games and he wanted to know what I was thinking. I told him I wasn't going to sleep with him and I left, but now I'm kind of thinking maybe I should have appreciated him for being up front. What do you think? Well, Nikki, uh, first, thanks for your email. I don't think that... You go on a date right away, and the person says, "You know, you know, we should sleep together." That seems to me a little too much. Now, if it works for both of you, why not? But I don't think you should have any regret, honestly. Um, if a guy really, and it's not organic, and a guy has to say to you, "We should sleep together tonight," you know, because oh, I want to sleep together. Of course, he wants to sleep with you. I mean, it's a it's a universal thing. Men, you know, wants to make love to the women they go on date with. That's all the men who go on all the dates with all the women they go with. It's as simple as that. But you don't have to verbalize it. You don't have to say it. And so, Nikki, have no regrets. You know, next one, and I don't think it's so gentleman, but I'm not against it if, like, you both feel the passion and the fire of love or even, you know, life is short. Make love safely. But don't have any regrets. This guy was not for you. So, honesty has its limits, you know. Honesty has its limits. And and it's it's common sense a little bit, too. So, Honesty is not enough to make love, but it's a good start. You're listening to The Rendezvous. More of you email through the rendezvousshow.com or you call. You can call me directly at 855-905-8255. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. Listening to The Rendezvous, Simon here, 855-905-8255. The Rendezvous is a call-in show. You call me to talk about relationships, love, lovemaking, Lack of romance, more romance, great stories or questions. I'm here, your humble servant, 855-905-8255. You know, earlier I was talking about uh, the first impression because I do this show on FYI called In Bed with Simon. And uh, honestly, it's me in the middle of a mall in Chicago. And um, I, I wanted to meet real couples and ask them questions in public Uh, so it was completely open, transparent, and see if we could all do it on the bed, on a king-size bed. That's why it's called In Bed with Simon. And at one point, I remember that couple who talked about how much they disliked each other when they first met. And she said, 
um, because he was potting all the time and she wanted to be more serious and all that, but they made it work. And so it's interesting when you think of that because sometimes you start on a very bad foot. You start like, and has, has that never happened to you? I mean, I know it has happened to me where I don't party much, so that was not my thing, but the other person, maybe the woman wanted to, to do more things than me or uh, was more outgoing than me, and it took a little time to appreciate each other, that we're not all the same. It doesn't mean we should not be dating or taking a chance to love. It means that uh, the first impression uh, is an opening. Now, if it's if you get scared, run away. If your intuition rings, follow it. But in this case of the couple, and you can watch if you want to see exactly the couple I'm talking about, by the way, when you get home or if you're home later, just go to uh, the rendezvousshow.com, our website, and you check the episodes of FYI. The last one is this couple, and she said we didn't, we didn't like each other. You can't miss them. They're at the beginning of the segment. So first impression is just a, a chance to get each other. It's not the end of the world, except, remember, if you're scared physically or emotionally, if your intuition rings, or really, if the person smells too bad, or, or they they really are scary. And then I don't think you should give them a second chance. Mostly not. More with you calls. You have a question, 855-905-8255. We'll be right back. Call me. It's Simon Marcel. Listening to The Rendezvous, Simon Marcel. Your humble servant, 855-905-8255. We have Laurie on the line. Laurie, bonjour. Bonsoir. Bonjour, Simon. Bonjour, Laurie. What's going on in your life? Um, I went on a trip to New York recently, and I met this guy. Um, we really liked each other, but I live in Tampa, and he's, you know, he's back in New York. Um, the biggest issue is, you know, we've been talking and stuff, but the biggest mm-hmm. issue is neither of us really makes enough money to, like, visit each other or, like, you know, just, like, really have, like, a full-fledged, like, long-distance relationship. Um, okay. So I feel like it might just be a waste of time to even try to make it work. But he wants to try, and, you know, I love that about him. Um, but I kind of feel like I maybe need to, like, hold back a little bit. Like, I don't want to get my hopes up just to break my own heart because I can't afford to see the man that I'm interested in. Um, so do you think I should try to end it now? Um, or if I should try to make it work long distance and see, you know, if our circumstances change in the future? So a realist would say, you know, and it now, uh, you know, it's too difficult, but I'm a romantic. I'm a man who believes in true love. I'm a man who believes in who doesn't dare, doesn't live, Laurie. So what I would do if I were you, I would uh, get to know him through FaceTime, Skype, through, you know, conversation, texting and all that for a couple months. If you guys are more attracted to each other, if you guys, you know, fall in love with each other, if you guys want to see each other, you will find a way. I mean, many people with difficult economic situation through the beginning of time, the Great Recession in America found true love. So it's, you know, it doesn't stop true love. If it's not true love, he will die, you know, without you guys meeting again. But if there is true love and the flame of love is now, you know, uh, alive, I don't want to say no because of money. I want to say yes, get to know each other, don't rush it. And in a couple of months, there is always, you know, the groundhog bust. There is so many ways to meet. So I don't want you to give up on love. If you, if your intuition, Laurie tells you, let's give it a chance. Mm-hmm. Follow your intuition. Okay, that makes sense. And then, so answer this one. Do your intuition believes you should give him a chance? 
I mean, it's still super new, but I've never like met someone and like really just like felt so connected so quickly. I love so that's that. the main reason why I don't want to, you know, not give it a chance. But I'm just worried that the distance is, you know, is going to pull us apart. We'll see what happens. This is an interesting one. So we're going to play romantic. Give it a chance. Like you get to know him, but follow your intuition. One life, Lori. Every time you have a chance to feel so connected to somebody, give it a chance and see how it goes. All right? Yeah, thank you. Yeah, You're thank most you. welcome. Most well. Good luck to you. Bonne chance. Thank you, Laurie. You can call just like Laurie. Call me, 855-905-8255. I'm Simon Marcel, your host and your humble servant. Welcome back to The Rendezvous, Simon Marcel, uh, 855-905-8255. I just talked to Laurie, you know, about her, her own situation, and she met a guy in New York, she lives in Tampa and so on, and we talked about long distance, but you got to just brought back to my memory this story of me, a story that broke my heart, where I met this French woman, Agatha. She lived in Paris. She was a very early 40s, single mom, beautiful, charming, and, and, and smart, and, and, and very decent, wonderful woman, and at the time, I was living in Dallas, Texas, and, and doing the show and all that. Uh, and then um, we started the dating. She came to the States and would go to Paris and back and forth. And, you know, she couldn't move anyway to the States because of her daughter and her ex-husband. Things were complicated. And I was not going to move to Paris because I'm, I'm an American citizen now and love my show and living in the States. And we thought we could get away from this, the reality. When you meet somebody who lives in a different city, even worse, in a different country, like it was our case, we got to ask yourself this question. Do you guys have plans to move in together or to be together? Because the distance kills relationship. It really does most of the time. Killed mine with hers. Mine with Agatha. It killed it because she got tired of flying, the, the jet lag. Uh, the, you know, we didn't see each other. We didn't make love to each other. It, was, it becomes ghost. It's dating a ghost. A long-distance relationship for me in my eyes. Life is short. I try to avoid it this day. Now, it can work for some, but I really feel dating a ghost is not what I want in life. I want to see you. I want to talk to you. I want to go out to dinner with you. I want to go to play with you. I want to take you to a show. I want to do things with you. And I'm all about exclusive. So if you're in an exclusive relationship with somebody who lives on the other side of the world, well, <laughs> you're in big time trouble. The result is we both got heartbroken. Nobody's upset at anybody, but the Atlantic Ocean defeated us. The French got defeated by the Atlantic Ocean. But c'est la vie, it's life. Uh, more of your calls and your stories on the rendezvous, 855-905-8255 when I come back. Welcome back to the rendezvous, 855-905-8255. I, just, um, I was just thinking and talking about long-distance relationship and, and my own defeat when it comes to that because it was not two cities from the same country. It was me... In Dallas, Texas, and Agatha, Agatha in French, in Paris, and the Atlantic Ocean defeated us. And I thought about also how to make it work. What have I learned from this? What can you learn? How can you make it work? Because it's some people make it work. And and I think one of the things is the communication, the Skype, the FaceTime, the text, the sex, the the romance, anything that try to give you a sense of you are in a relationship and enjoying it. I think that because true love should be bigger than any distance, if you are in this country and 
even if you live, let's say, in L.A. and your, your partner, your girlfriend, your boyfriend lives in New York, so let's take the farther distance, it's doable because you can see each other and stay kind of in the same reality. Let me explain. Once you're in the same country, you leave the same news, you leave, you kind of go to the same place or in the same restaurant chains. You can do things similar. You, 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 it's not like Paris and Dallas, Texas. And also the time difference is no more, no more than three hours. So long distance can last if both are adult enough to trust each other, communicate with each other, and enjoy it as is. That's my point. For some people, they can enjoy it because they prefer to be alone most of the time. They don't need the constant physical contact. But I'm not like that. But some people are completely cool just being on their own and meeting every two weeks. And they prefer because they don't like living with somebody. Hey, if you don't like to live with somebody, a long-distance relationship is a great plus. If you don't, well, you're in trouble. So it can work under certain conditions. Uh, More of this uh, when I come back on The Rendezvous. This is Simon Marcel. Welcome back to The Rendezvous, Simon Marcel, 855-905-8255. Uh, Julie, welcome to The Rendezvous. You are married and in a long-distance marriage? Hi, that's right, I am. Wow. How do you make it work? You know, it actually works really well for us. Um, we're both really, you know, involved in our careers in our respective cities. Uh, I live in Chicago and he lives in New York. And we've been together for 10 years and, you know, it gives us space to sort of do our own thing and, you know, stay involved with our friends and our jobs. And then we see each other every single weekend. That's interesting. So you actually, have you ever lived together or never lived together? No, we've never lived together. Uh, And we don't have plans to. I mean, it really works well for us. I love the balance of like our individualities and then we get to be together and miss each other in the week and see each other on the weekends. No, I, I totally get it. I totally get it. I could see, you know, how it could work. But I have a, a question. You have to have 100% of trust because with the long yeah. distance, I mean, does that ever come to you and your intuition rings or you are totally at ease with it and you, you guys communicate in a way that doesn't leave a space for jealousy or insecurity? It's definitely like we have to stay in in communication even when we're not together because you're right, the trust is... It's hard to build, but like after all of this time, we have a great foundation. Um, but that did take work uh, because of the long distance, just during the week, checking in and making sure that when we do see each other, I meet his friends, he meets my friends, so he's familiar with who I'm seeing. And um, right. that definitely took some, took some work. And, and because you guys do not live together, do you find it difficult to sleep next to each other since it's not regular, or it's just to, you, know, you just look forward to spend the night together. Yeah, I think I, we both. I mean, I I really look forward to it. I don't want to speak for him, but um, mm-hmm. I love sleeping with him. I do miss I miss him when he's not there during the week. Um, sure. Yeah, that's that, that's the, the tough part of it is that physical intimacy during the week. But but, but you, it works you for def- us. Yeah, it works for you. Listen, I mean, it, and you avoid the monotony who is, as I always said, monotony is one of the worst enemy of monogamy. So by right. you guys, yeah, right. So by you guys not living together and getting together the weekends or when you can, I mean, that takes away the everyday routine that kills so many couples. Exactly. And we can be, you know, we can have jurisdiction over our own stuff and our own space and I'm not bothered <laughs> by his, you know, whatever he wants to do with it. And that's, that's a nice part of it for sure. 
Well, listen, I, I, I just think it's innovative, and I just think it's, it's, it's extraordinary that you can make it work like this. I mean, because I've personally, I don't know if I could, I love the idea of what you're describing, but I, you know, it would take, it would take, maybe, maybe for the right person, I could, I believe true love is stronger than anything else. So uh, only, only because I faced it with the Atlantic Ocean or far away city, eight hours, 10 hours, it's not New York and Chicago where you know if you go to the airport, spend a night in the airplane, meet each other, come back on 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 Monday morning, that that killed me, but and killed the relationship. But in your case, New York and, and Chicago, it's an, an easy flight a flight to. So I get it. Well, thanks for calling, and I'm you know I appreciate you your perspective, and congrats to you guys to make it work like this. Yeah, thank you. Yes, very appreciated. Thank you. Interesting perspective. Just like Julie, call me, uh, chime in. 855-905-8255. You're listening to The Rendezvous with Simon Marcel. More to come. Welcome back to The Rendezvous. What a night. Distance, long distance, exclusive, non-exclusive, the impression of first date. And always, you can go to our website and vote. We have great survey, by the way. Gila producer and Adam. And you guys put great surveys for, for, for us to vote on. So therendezvousshow.com. Uh, is where to find the survey about you know what is right or wrong in a relationship and so on. I love to watch the survey. I, I'm a maniac about this. I love to see what people think, what you think. Facebook, facebook.com slash Simon Marcel. Twitter, we love the tweet, at Rendezvous On Air. Of course, the Instagram, at The Rendezvous Show. And if you're not tired of me, my own Instagram, at underscore Simon underscore Marcel underscore and that's if you still like me after all that you can always like a picture too and 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 check me check me and my new tv show in bed with simon you know i i thank you for for joining me tonight on the rendezvous thank you for the calls and and the emails and it it makes it makes my life and and this very exciting i'll be back uh you're listening to the rendezvous have a great night bonne nuit and merci beaucoup thank you the rendezvous 